Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I am Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And we get a fun one for you today. Uh, lots of hockey over the weekend. Not lots of hockey, but a couple of hockey games over the weekend. Lots of football over the weekend. Football season is back. We had yeah. a full games over the weekend with a couple more tonight. Um I watched pretty much all of them. I don't know, Tommy. Did you have Red Zone on? I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah. 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 So, highlights. Uh, watched pretty much all the games. Um, fun stuff. Miss Miss football for sure. I know. I know. I'm always sort of the falling behind when the football talks come on, but it doesn't mean I don't like watching it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My actually, um, as I walked in today, I was going to get uh, some crickets for my leopard gecko, and I came back to my apartment door and sitting right there as a package and I open it and my Pat Mahomes jersey came in. So it's, it's, a, it's a big day. <laughs> it's a big day. It is a big day. Um, yeah, football football was on this weekend, so we'll get into that as well as the, the two series left going in the NHL. I don't know, Tommy, where would you like to start today? Uh, let's, talk, let's start with some hockey. Start Just some because, hockey. I, yeah, we're, they're both on the brink of elimination. I don't think... I don't think either one of us expected. I mean, I don't expect these series to be over in five games, but they very well could be. So <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, so I guess starting with the the one that was a little more unexpected, the the one that has a chance to end tonight in a few just a few short hours. Vegas is down three games to one to the Dallas Stars. Wow. Yeah. Not see that coming. Although to be fair, they fucking Qdobin's been playing out of his mind. I think last game it was like what the shots were like twenty to thirty three and Dallas won two to one. So they're definitely capitalizing on like even if they're getting like not a high volume of chances like like Vegas has been used to, kind of like we've seen in this uh, in these like really these playoffs. All playoffs long. Um, Dallas is capitalizing on every chance they get, kind of like we saw Vancouver do. So, Yeah, I mean, the game on Saturday, two goals and 20 shots. Um, final score of 2-1. to one. It's got to be frustrating if you're if you're Vegas. Um, kind of feels like watching the games, feels like both teams are doing all the right things, except Dallas is just doing them a little bit better, and that's really all it's, ta- it's, all it's taken up until this point to give them a 3-1 series lead. It doesn't really feel like they've been the dog dominant team throughout the series it's just they've gotten the balances they've sort of uh bared down for a little bit more consistently than 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 vegas has and that's led to such a gigantic disparity in the series yeah i I thought it was funny too that uh i like as like a couple games ago i mentioned how like how alec martinez doesn't really like provide like the offensive power like your stereotypical like defensemen nowadays do and then he goes out and scores the first goal of the game i was like god i feel like an idiot um but it was cool i did think like it kind of like set the tone that he scored a second goal of the playoffs um kind of set the tone for the team but dallas just comes rearing right back with a goal by pavelski and then jamie ben to seal the deal so yeah i don't know i, I still think it's anybody's serious just because we've seen like 
the level of play that Vegas is capable of. Because I, I don't think the goal, like, the goalies are doing everything right now for both teams, really. Um, but, I, I mean, you talk about, like, high volume of shots. I feel like 33 isn't really, like, high volume in terms of Vegas just because we've seen them put up, like, 40 and even, like, close to 50 shots on goal. Um, so if they get... They, if they can control the game to that level, um, dictate the pace of play and kind of play solid in all three zones, I feel like eventually they're going to have to crack Kido. Yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd think so, but I feel like that's what we've been saying up until this point and kind of running out of time, backs against the wall, you know, up here, uh, three, three games to one, you can't really take much more time to figure figure him out because um, next thing you know you're down by one goal and Dallas isn't letting that up as we've seen it's been it's been back and forth but it's been it seems like the team that kind of takes the lead early on has been the one that's even though um, Vegas took the lead early on there right. Dallas fought and got it right back and then went up to one and, and never never looked back so kind of whoever whoever gets like that that real solid advantage like first goal has been important but as we've seen Dallas battle back went up to one small lead and then completely changed their style of play shut it down I don't want to say they played turtling hockey like the good old Ken Hitchcock days but parked the bus yeah they parked the bus <laughs> yeah they allowed 33 shots but a lot of those shots are coming from the point coming from the outside they right. weren't allowed Low danger areas, right? A lot of low danger chances. Which, hey, I mean, you'll Kudobin take those. Yeah, play. exactly. If Kudobin's playing like he is, you'll take those nine times out of ten. He might be the he might be the cons my favorite right now. Can I you would, imagine. I mean, I'd vote for him. Shit, he's playing out of his yeah. mind, and he's just a cool dude too. Like you've seen those yeah. videos of like. Uh, they talk about like him just being like a locker room guy and trying to help out any way he can, even though he's like a backup goalie. And then there's like that video of I forgot who he's with, but somebody's like golfing. And he's just like teeing up balls for him. <laughs> it's like he's just like uh, the coolest, like most sincere guy. I feel like so you can't really like. There's not a better guy that this could happen to. I think no, definitely, definitely not. And um, yeah, uh, Dallas is. We know how close they got last year. Um, obviously, they came within a couple inches. It's frustrating to see a guy like Jamie Ben succeed in the playoffs, but on the <laughs> other hand, you can't really hate Kudobin. You can't really hate Tyler Sagan. Um, so Dallas would be a certainly. Iskinen's kind of sick too, honestly. Iskinen's kind of sick. He's nasty. The problem is with uh, rooting for a team like Dallas is a team like Tampa's on the other side, right? And oh baby. Tampa this year. I'm getting like 2017 Golden State Warriors vibes out of this Tampa team. Um, and I guess we can get into last night's game. We're not leaving last night. Yesterday's game, it was like 3 p.m. Weird ass time. Um, I was watching. New York goes up, what, 1 nothing? Yeah. And then. 30 seconds later, they're down 2-1. And that, that, that's it. And then that was the game. I, I'm speechless. Do I don't think? even have... That... Uh, Tampa is proving that they can win in literally whatever way necessary. Doesn't matter what the score is. Doesn't matter who's outplaying who. Doesn't matter how many goals they have to score. Doesn't matter how quickly they have to score them. They're finding ways to win. That, and hey, that's what it takes to win a Stanley Cup. Is you you win you win games in every way, shape, or form. Whether it's eight to two, two to one, 
four to one after being down one nothing. Well, that's it. Those are the three wins that they have. But <laughs> yeah, um, those are but the three very different, different, uh, differently achieved wins yeah. in a sense. You know, like a dominant eight goal win a lockdown defense win and then a win where your offense wakes up for three minutes and then that's all it takes yeah and i i, I like the empty netter from pat maroon too love to see that i think it was his first goal of the playoffs wasn't it absolute sniper what a yeah beauty. We'll, we'll get we'll get into that and much much more but first we got to give a short break and i gotta tell everyone about our friends over at roman now, Tommy, talking about erectile dysfunction is never easy. Usually we can just brush it off, blame ourselves, make a joke like, oh, I lost my mojo or just avoid it. It's been a long day or whatever it may be. But now with Roman, it is easy to talk about it. With a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, it is simple, safe, and most importantly, totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a, three online evalu- a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is simple, straightforward, and discreet. Get started. Getting started is simple. Just go to getroman.com slash XXX and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to getroman.com slash Locked on NHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's getroman.com slash locked on NHL. Getroman.com slash locked on NHL. And next up, Tommy, I know it's right around dinner time. I'm getting pretty hungry, but I'm living with three college roommates. We can never agree on what to get. We're always fighting. I want chicken wings. They want Italian or Chinese. It's, it's a pain. But the best part is, it doesn't matter what everyone wants when we have DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with a brand new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and even Australia, you can support your local go-tos or Choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, Wendy's, Cheesecake Factory, and more. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery, so just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to to keep communities we operate in safe. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off your order and zero delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app in the app store and enter code locked up nhl don't forget that's code locked on nhl for five dollars off your first order with doordash all right tommy where to next um i want to hear okay so given all the information that we've gathered so far given the fact that these teams are up three to one who do you think's going to the stanley cup finals who do you think wins in the stanley cup final and how many games i mean so at this point I think the the East is pretty obvious. I've been saying Tampa since the beginning of this series. I think we both have been saying Tampa since the beginning of the Mm -hmm. series, and they have yet to sort of – what I've been saying this whole time is until Tampa kind of shows you that that concern that goes with Tampa, like the, oh, boy, are they going to blow it again? Until then, no reason to doubt them, and they have yet to show any signs of slowing down without – 
one of their best players in Steven Stamkos. They still continue to dominate. It is a no-brainer. They're going to the cup final. Um, yeah, I think, for, I think for me, with them, uh, the key is to like keep the foot on the gas because we've seen mm-hmm. like, so many teams, especially them, really kind of get like comfortable, especially in that first round against Columbus. Um, maybe not play to their full intensity, but this playoffs, I feel like they've done a good job of that. Uh, so I, I think they're coming out of there too. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think that one's sort of a no-brainer. The West is tougher for me, just because even though Dallas is up three to one, no offense to Dallas, is they just don't strike me as a still don't really strike me as a Stanley Cup team. It 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 really seems like not that they don't belong, but like if you weren't really paying attention and you checked your phone, you'd think it was a typo. That being said, that can go the other way. Sort of people people have been doubting them, and I think even we've been sort of doubting them and ruling them out and. You know, I'm probably gonna get get shown up in a couple hours when they advance tonight. But to me, it's just like they don't they don't really strike me as a team that could that could make a lot of noise in a cup final. So if they do hold on and and win this series, I think Tampa's gonna make very easy work with of them. Maybe Dallas can push it to five, but I can't imagine that would be a very close series. Now, I do think Vegas has a really good chance of coming back. Granted, they might have they might have taken a little bit too much time with their foot off the gas going down three one. I do think that they're a better team. But you go down three one, and it doesn't matter how good you are. You got to get really lucky to come back. So I think if anyone can can come back in the series, Vegas has a good chance. Um, but even if Vegas does come back, I still would say Tampa in like five or six. So I, I think this five is Tampa. Or six. Five. Wow. I think. I think. I don't know, man. I think. I, I disagree about uh, your your Dallas take about them being a typo. Just because if you watch, like, similarly to, like, the Blues last year, like, they don't have the most menacing lineup on paper, right? Like, they don't have guys on the roster who are like, oh, this dude's, like, 100-point star, and, like, these guys are all just, like, nasty. They have a couple of guys, but I think... In a similar fashion to the way the Blues were able to succeed last year, they have a lot of guys on their team who are really good at playing their role, and they know their role, and they don't try to like, like fade outside of it. And they all they all have they're all on the same mindset. They have really good team chemistry. I like that little clip in the Stanley Cup like documentary where they were like, "Step one, win. Step two, beers." Did you see that? Yeah, I do. It was step one Red Bull, step two fucking win, step three Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so I think I think that locker room has the right energy, the right mindset, and the right chemistry, um, the right coaching, and the right goaltending right now to make some serious noise. I think whoever comes out of that side uh, is going to be matched up well against Tampa just because they both have ridiculous goaltending right now. Um, That's fair. So I, in in that respect, I think it's going to go seven games, and I don't really know who's yeah. going to win. But yeah, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be chaos, and it's going to be awesome to watch. And just to clarify, I don't want to, I don't want to get too much. I don't. When I say Dallas is a typo, I don't mean like. <laughs> I think that was. It just kind of like takes you off guard, right? I'm saying if you if you didn't realize that the NHL playoffs had resumed, and then you opened up your phone after not checking the the scores for the past couple weeks, and you saw Dallas up three one, you'd be like, "Wait, what? Yeah, how did that happen?" Like it's very very similar to St. Louis last year, right? Exactly, Uh, absolutely. Um, I that's what I mean by typo, as in like as in like they don't really strike you as the team that. Yeah, it's not like an all star roster. 
Right. Doesn't really strike you as a team that would be gunning for the Stanley Cup this year. Granted, as we very personally know, teams that don't really look like poised to make a Stanley Cup run can win a Stanley Cup, yep. aka last year. I just think if you're going to do that, a team like the Tampa Bay Lightning would be a very, very tough team to beat. That 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 is my more concise um, description of how I feel about the Dallas Stars potentially advancing. I think that it's a great story and that they have great chemistry, but you can only be that ragtag group of, of not role players, but players who do their job well enough and then match up against a team like Tampa, it might not be enough. That's, See, that's, that's my take. I get that, but at the same time, I feel like, what, like two weeks ago, we were like, yeah, Dallas is a nice story, but matched up against a powerhouse like Vegas, like it's not going to be enough. And then what do they do? They're dismembering them three games to one right now with the chance for elimination. So I feel like at some point, you got to start giving props to Dallas for just finding ways to win, guys stepping up left and right uh, and filling their roles. So I feel like... I don't know. I gotta, I gotta start giving them props. And I, I like I said, like the matchup against Tampa. If that does happen, I think it's gonna be a lot closer than people anticipate. May, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe you're right. Um, it's gonna be interesting for sure. I think we expected something a little unexpected with with the bubble, and I guess Tampa rolling through the East was more of par for the course. And then Dallas, maybe being that team that took it just a little bit more seriously than everyone else out West, maybe just got the ball rolling a little bit more quickly, got got up to their game a little bit more quickly, caught some teams off guard, which I think is sort of the best way to describe Dallas is they caught some teams off guard, and then mm-hmm. next thing you know they're up three one in the in the Stanley Cup final because that's what that's what that's what Vegas said after game one is that they were caught they felt caught off guard. Um, so I think that's sort of the definition of what the Stars are doing this year is a lot of teams are going into it with I guess similar attitude that I just had five minutes ago saying like this kind of seems like a typo which would be very easy to look at this Dallas Stars team and underestimate them and I well yep. I do think that Tampa could be is is capable of beating them Tampa is probably also very capable of saying oh Dallas hard parts over we already beat Boston we already beat the Islanders you know this this will be the easiest part and then next thing you know they're down 1-0 2-0 in the series and Dallas is poised to make a poised to make a run um that's hockey for you <laughs> yeah I'm excited to watch it's gonna be sick I am all right I tell you what Tommy we're getting close to the end so let's take one more short break and then we will get into some football talk for the first time in a long time yeah all right all right all right football is back there were plenty of matchups over the weekend uh what what was the most surprising thing for you i have my end for me I have honestly i it wasn't surprising to me because i kind of i i figured oakland would have a good offense just because like josh jacobs henry ruggs outside deon waller at tight end um and their offensive line is stacked um so I was kind of I picked them as my upset win for the week, but I think that caught a lot of people off guard just because you see Christian McCaffrey on paper and kind of expect Carolina to handledly take uh, the win against Oakland just because Oakland's been like historically bad, really. But I think that was a cool game. Um, Josh, you want to talk about Tom Brady, or should we? Yeah, <laughs> should, yeah. We, not, so- should we not prod that one? <laughs> So to sort of go into the what was most surprising for me, it was um, Cam Newton looking like MVP Cam Newton in New England, and Tom Brady looking like uh, the, the the haters version of Tom Brady in, in, in Tampa. <laughs> like 
everything that everyone that everyone that every everything that everyone t- gives Tom Brady shit for was there in that game, and and there wasn't a whole lot of things that Tom Brady gets praised for. Granted, game one, first time in a new system in twenty years. I don't think it has any indication of how this year is going to go. And I could say the same thing about Cam Newton. I I don't even have full confidence that he'll be the starter for all all the New England's games this year. That oh, being come said, on. Cam Newton, bro, it's like a brand new toy for Bill Belichick. That's right. nasty. Okay. Imagine okay. all the opportunities okay. he has to okay. just like play and fiddle with some bullshit. Right. That's what I'm saying. Is like that's why it was <laughs> the most surprising thing for me. Is because Cam Newton, game one, Cam Newton. That was like could, absolute best case scenario for what I could have expected. And and I just don't. I, I don't think it would be fair to expect if, that every if, game. To expect, for, to expect that every game, but also if New England went from Tom Brady to now Cam Newton back in his MVP form, <laughs> even, even even then I would be like, okay, come on now, so to, like, to that, that credit, though, like every team in the league passed on Cam Newton for like three months. So oh, I, I don't blame Belich. Like I, I don't hold any like ill will because like oh, like he just like threw the book at Cam Newton. Like everyone could have guessed he would have been a, like no, literally. Everyone was like, yeah, like, he's washed up trash. Like, he's not going to be the same player anymore. And Bill Belichick's like, you guys are idiots. I'm a genius. This is why I'm the best coach of all time. As a a Patriots fan, I think that Cam Newton's going to lead us to a Super Bowl because that would be hilarious. Um, As, like, an outside fan, I'm like, okay, no. The football gods are sitting up there waiting to snap their fingers and and say, like, okay, now, now enjoy what the rest of the league has felt like for the last 20 years. But that being said, week one could not have gone further from what I expected. I expected New England to lose to lose to the Dolphins because that's what that's what they do. And then I expected Tom Brady to light it up because that's 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 what would have been perfect in terms of what football fans wanted to see it, to make fun of the Patriots, but also not be able to make fun of Tom. No. And that's not what happened. That's no, not what happened. I Tom definitely Brady. I'm glad I saw everything that I saw because I can handily say and Tom Brady is a system quarterback who only did well because of Bill <laughs> Belichick. Oh, oh. It's just it just is what it is. He's got the best offense on paper in the league and he throws two pick sixes, threw for like two hundred yards and gets the fat L and he looks like he's crying on the sideline, so yeah. Um, uh, look, I will say what I said at the beginning of the segment that this is his first time in a new system in literally 20 years. Um, and Which is fair. From Bill, I'll give you that. From, going from Bill Belichick's system to any system must be Especially jarring. Especially Bruce Arians. And Bruce I, and I, also said like Tom Brady needs to be better after the game. I don't think that's going to be handled well at all. Because to yeah. to Tom Brady's credit, he was getting lambasted all day by the rush because that offensive line couldn't couldn't hold water to save their life. So I don't think to like to to be fair, he had to get the ball out extremely quick and was under a lot of duress that he's not normally used to because Patriots typically have a good offensive line or a good scheme in place to help the offensive line succeed because Belichick's a genius. Yeah, I think yesterday what I what I took away and what Tom Brady probably took away. I, I don't want to see what Tom Brady. Who knows what Tom Brady's thinking about? What I took away was, damn. I guess Bill Belichick was helping a little bit more than I realized. Yeah. Um, 
not taking anything away from Tom Brady, and I think he has the football IQ to adjust to, to whoever's coaching him. I think even if I was coaching him, he'd manage to throw for 30 touchdowns this year. Um, he did have some pretty passes. That, that one to Godwin yeah. over the shoulder was disgusting. Right. So he's, he's clearly still got it. He's clearly still got the skills. He's clearly still got the IQ. It wasn't, it wasn't a lack of skill yesterday. It was just you could tell he was a little uncomfortable, a little rushed, maybe gripping the ball a little too tight. Um, I think he's going to be fine. But on the other hand, Cam Newton looked like a, looked like a new a new quarterback out there. I, I expected this matchup to not work out too well because Cam Newton's big and flashy and likes to do his own thing, and Bill Belichick uh, does not appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think we need to address the fact that uh, Aaron Rodgers may very well be going on a revenge tour this year. Uh, because the Packers drafted Jacob Love, and he said he, I think he, he, he or George, yeah, and then uh, he he poured a shot of whiskey or, or a glass of whiskey or something. Comes out game one, three hundred sixty four yards and four touchdowns. Thanks for coming. See you, see you later, Vikings. Like, oh my god, dude! I'm not, just like what a statement game from a guy who's trying to prove that he's still got what it takes to be in this league. Which I, I mean, he very well does. Gonna be a fun. Uh, it's gonna be a fun year this year. Uh, interesting watching it without fans. Did you see the, the Bill Belichick clip from after the game? Oh yeah, Another he's like, can you equate this to anything you've ever experienced in football before? He's like, practice. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, hey, if anyone's gonna be able to perform well under circumstances like this, it's Bill Belichick. Um, that is true. He is a robot, so. No, but it, it, the league's looking fun this year. Um, I got to listen to my roommates screaming about their fantasy football teams. That was a, that was a, a, a sound that I had missed over the past few yeah, months. Yeah, there was a lot of that for me, too. I think I had the least amount of points in my league this week, so that was fun. Yeah, I guess my, my buddy had the second mo- most amount of points in his league and lost because he was playing the guy who had the first, amount, first most amount of points. Oh, that's cold. I had Aaron yeah, Rodgers on my bench for Drew Brees, so take that with what you will. Yeah, Brees he got had like 14 uh, points. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, it was fun. I, I I did miss football. It is nice just having a constant stream of sports on my TV from the hours of one at one p.m. to ten p.m. Yeah, it's great. That's true. Um, and the Giants I, play Giants play Pittsburgh tonight. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm taking Pittsburgh all day right there. Their defense. I, I don't think the Giants are going to be able to score more than two touchdowns tops because yeah, Pittsburgh's couple, defense is nasty. A couple of UMD alums on that. Pittsburgh Steelers team. I hope they get, get some get some minutes. And they tonight. got Big Ben back too, so they should be good Big to ben go. Back. Should be fun. And then basketball tomorrow. Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. I've been saying all year. That game seven was rather stressful, but hey, everyone, every, all my Toronto friends hate Jason Tatum now. So that's <laughs> that's fun. Uh, but I'm just like, hey. <laughs> he gets dubs. He dunks on people. He's nasty. Suck and and I'm news, but he gets to see his son Deuce tomorrow. It's over for the rest of the. Oh league. yeah, it's over. He's going Superman Deuce, mode. Deuce is back in the bubble. They get to see each other tomorrow. <laughs> Game over. It's it's it. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's sort of the last the last thing I can hang my hat on. Yeah, dad powers in any league are very real. <laughs> so let's just mm-hmm. yeah. All right. I think that's all we got time for today, Tommy. You got anything else to add? Nope. That's all I got. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LockedOnBlues. Stay up to date with all the news we have going on with the podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at 12 15 You can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. 
as always. Awesome. Yeah. Let's, Let's go, go Blues. Blues. Beauty.